Well, also, I believe the fart might be such a universally recognized and wonderful thing and puts a smile on your face. It's probably the first musical instrument. Uh... Maybe. Hey, you know that? Imagine the first. Imagine the caveman's thought. Hey, you know that part of my body that makes food that tastes bad? <laughs> every, <laughs> every now and then, every now and then, it makes a song. <laughs> That's the. That was the first. Like you've got mail. <laughs> like, here, here comes food. Huh? <laughs> not good food. No. no, not good. No, not good. But food. No, butt food. You're right. (laughs) Butt food. (laughs) Hello, Free Legal Advice fans. Uh, Unfortunately, this week we do not have a new episode for you. Or do we? No, um, we we don't, actually. Uh, due to a scheduling snafu, uh, we were not able to record a new episode for this week. Uh, now, of course, it's no one's fault. Um, it's just sort of one of those things that happens. Uh, there's no one to blame. But if you want to blame someone, blame Ben because it's his fault. Anyway, we do have something for you, though. Uh, the intro that you just heard was recorded six years ago. Uh, back then, we recorded some test episodes for a podcast and never really did anything with them. Until now. Uh, I went through and cut out some of the best bits from a few of the old episodes. The uh, sound quality is not great, even by our standards, but uh, it's it's something, though, so enjoy. As Matt had... Uh mentioned a little bit ago i did actually get a job recently it's there's a new development uh when i got the job because i I was uh i was jobless for a while boy was that sweet because that's a (laughs) uh, that was months full of saturdays every day is a saturday i wake up i roll out of bed it's like noon i'm like what day is today? Oh yeah, it's Saturday. Oh my god, that's, that's what day today is. You are an asshole. When I was when I was be- pretty Grant, sweet. when I was in town fixing up the house, I was like, hey, uh, just come over when you wake up, and you'd come over at like five. Yeah, because I, I I'd get up at like noon, then it's like, well, I gotta eat lunch, fist, <laughs> like breakfast slash lunch, lunch, fist, lunch okay. fist. Uh, and then I'd kind of like. Then I'd text you, and then you'd be up on a roof and not get the text until, like, four hours later. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't come over until then. Uh, a sweet life. Well, here's the thing. Before before you get to it, Grant, is that, like, the reason I said you asshole is because, like, Corey and I are, like, looking for work, or we know what it's like to look for work, and, and it's like, God, you just want to, you want that job, or you want to whatever you're looking for, and you're just like, this is the greatest thing ever to not have a job. <laughs> Because it is. It is. And, like, I got a job, like, at the 11th hour. Like, my bank account was looking at me like, Grant, you know, come on. Get this in motion here. It was like, 
it's, it, my bank account was James Bond being like lowered into a vat of lot, like just very slowly, and he's like he's pulling up his legs so his feet don't touch. He's like, "Come on, hurry up!" But I, I pulled the lever just in time. Turn off all garbage smashers on the detention yes, level. Yes, turn off all turn the off garbage, garbage smashers smash on the detention <laughs> level. Grant, <laughs> Saturday's almost uh, over. Hey, Grant's going, but I. But which one? Which which yeah, one? Should I, we do? I put I put my little metal protuberance into the thing and spent and spun it and then that turned it off so yeah so i got so, that's uh, what you're you're, you're basically my you're my about. reaction to getting the job it was just like uh it was uh, zat brannigan and fry being told that they're getting death by snoo snoo we're just like <laughs> yes oh like the re- repeated just going back it's like yeah oh wait oh fuck. i have a job saturday's uh, over yeah. Now I only get Tomorrow's one Saturday a week. Sunday. Oh, damn it. Mm. Uh, but go on to work, and I don't know, I've been there for about two weeks. It's jobby. I have, it's, I don't know. We have these meetings every day. Uh, it's just like a little maybe 15 or 20 minute meeting where you just kind of say what you did yesterday and maybe what you're working on today. And just so everyone knows, yeah. like, where everyone is on everything. Well, and status meeting. Uh and so, you know, you go around the room or, like, the lobby where we have the meetings in, and it gets to be, uh, there are about, I think there are, like, seven of us or maybe eight, something like that. Um, and one of one of the team members is Mikhail, and he has quite the thick accent. He His accent is, it's a mile-high sandwich. It's a Dagwood. It's quite, very, very thick. <laughs> He's got a pot. He's got the turkey piled high in that in that accent. And I, I just piled high with guttural yeah, noises. I, I mean, he's 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 nice, and he he clearly knows what he's doing. But man, I cannot understand a word he says. Not one single word. And it's, it's such a weird accent too. Graham, what are you doing? It's what, you want to buy that, American jeans? Like, I can't understand you. It's, it's like lispier and <laughs> just, like just it's a really weird accent. Uh, it'll get to Take be it. his turn, and he'll be like, "Well, I was is the get one on the the fifth book, and uh, well, we still doing this, and then uh, I'm like my first day. I'm staring at him like, "Oh my god, I don't understand a word he's saying," and I'm. I'm looking at the looks around the room, and everyone kind of has a blank look. I'm like, okay, no one, no one understands. This is just the daily. Not just me. Mikhail makes some noise, and then it'll, it's the next turn when when he stops making noise. <laughs> but then my boss goes, "Oh yeah, well that's when they, uh, yeah, when when you try and do that, oh, he tries shit. to." And that's when I'm like, "Oh my god, he he's having like a conversation. He understood him. He." My, <laughs> I hope it's a tactic they cooked up between themselves. Well, it's it's like working with R two D two because they'll make a bunch of noises and then they'll go, "Oh, R <laughs> two." <laughs> that was. Mikhail, how's that? Mikhail will beep and whistle for a little while, yeah. and then someone will go, "Oh, Mikhail." <laughs> Mikhail, did you spin up those new servers? <laughs> okay, on Tuesday, I got you. <laughs> That's exactly what uh-huh. it is. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> is that something? That's something, right? 
Uh, I feel I should point out that the reason Mikhail's accent was so thick is because it turns out he's deaf, which I didn't know at the time. Uh, and it took some getting used to, but I can now very easily understand him. So there. Our next clip about chili cook-offs is a classic. Or at least it would be if anyone had ever heard it before. Robert and I lived together for a couple of years, and we would just always get each other like the the greatest like stupid greatest slash stupidest presents for each other. And um, for one one Christmas, I got him a giant novelty check, and um, you can buy them online, you know. And yeah, uh, but there's a but one. It's not just like you know order this check and send it. There's a lot of details that go into that. Um, what amount? Okay, um, you can you put in like a fake bank number. Uh, and then it's like, what's it for? There's all kind of like you really yeah. start personalizing it. Like, so, do you want do you uh, want the ones with the carbon copy so that you can easily balance your giant checkbook? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you could personalize the background. You could choose one of theirs. So what I ended up settling on, like, okay, what would what would he have won this? You know, why would he have this uh, novelty check? So I decided that he won the Texas Chili Cook-Off, and the, the background of the check was, like, the southwestern motif, like the mesas, you know, out in the desert. And um, I found these two, like, flaming, dancing uh, chili pepper logo that was, like, up in the corner. And um, I think he won, like, I want to say $32,000. I remember sure. this picture. Was, I thought it was uh, real. <laughs> no, yeah, so, and <clears throat> Robert... Had kind of we had joked about what wanting a novelty check, not, but he said he doesn't want the novelty check for the sake of the novelty check. Um, he wants it be- so he could take a picture with it and put that in his office. <laughs> so what we did is we uh, recently actually it wasn't it, I bought this years ago and we finally it finally came to fruition. But we I dressed up. I had this you know ten gallon hat and um, mom <laughs> outfitted me with all this cowboy stuff and a bolo tie. And a shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> Why would you have Robert a gun in a chili sh- cook-off? It was Texas. We, actually, there was a, there's a gun rack in the background. Um, American, a big American flag. Robert has like an apron and a, um, a chef's hat. Chef hat on and a big spoon. And we had a barbecue grill there for some reason. <laughs> it's cook-off. Uh, and so it was like, yeah, American flag, shotgun. Barbecue grill. You got his pot of chili on the grill. And, yeah, and we, we um, have the check, and we're shaking his hand. And so then he put that, you know, he, he took that, put it in a frame, and then it's in his office. And and all for the payoff of being able to be nonchalant. Someone goes, oh, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah, that's that's uh, back when I used to cook chili. But you know what? Anyways, what were you saying about that? No, no, that's perfect, because then when they come to this, this house, they're like, well, well, will you make chili? And he can just like he can just like open a tin of like Cornell chili, and they're like, "This is really good." (laughs) It's a ten thousand dollar chili. Sure. Or are you going to argue with me? Yeah. You see that I won the check. I get it. I like that Grant's way though. I like Grant's way of like, like I don't do that anymore. That's there was yeah. yeah. There was some unpleasantness. It's a part of me. That's a part of my past that I that I've put behind me. Yep. I hung up my spoon. Um, I like well, he posted it on Facebook, and and somebody, I think actually it was Angus, called him out like, "Why the hell do you have a girl there?" <laughs> and um, and I commented like, "Obviously, you don't know how you, you know to cook chili in Texas. <laughs> you know how to cook chili in Texas, <laughs> right?" 
That's why it actually didn't show. work. It just we. I don't know. So don't you know. and your friends have gone to great lengths for stuff like that. Like you had the picture. It was like this old sepia tone picture of like old West, and uh, it just said like "Wanted for Crimes of Passion," the Bumpy Cox Gang. <coughs> Um, yes, the Bumpy Cox Gang wanted for crimes of fashion. It was one of those uh, <laughs> Wild West photos. I, I was uh, we were in Vegas. This was for a bachelor party, and we went to like you know, in, in most tourist places, you can do the old old timey West photos. So, and, and actually, that's another like Robert has all of these his his bucket list of like to do list. Uh, I got to get this done in life. He he always wanted to be the Wild West bartender. Not just to take the picture or to like, but very specifically, I want to part my hair down the middle, and I want to be the Wild West bartender. And if you've so, ever met him, you would see that that is a role he was born to play. I, I have not seen this, but somehow it's like, oh well, shit. Of course, I, it, he just he looks the. Oh my god! Listen, yeah, it's the role he was born to play. If listen, I, I can, I can imagine so perfectly. Like I knew this kid growing up, but in my mind, I can imagine. Robert saying, I don't want no trouble in my place. And it's exactly, like, it's so vivid in my mind. It's exactly how he would do it. I don't want no trouble in my place. Well, see, that's, if that's how you exactly pictured him, then it kind of scares me because in the picture I dressed up as, like, the saloon whore and I had this lingerie outfit on. I didn't say I pictured you. I was saying I knew. Uh, you did wear a dress when you were a kid. Oh, right. That's true. True story. Only here's one of thing. us to wear a dress. Um, here's the thing. Even even Aaron is giving me shit about this, and, and it's it. One time, mom was so one time I wanted to look cousin. pretty. Is that a crime? <laughs> Which, as we discussed, is strictly a comfort issue. Um, uh, speaking of one time, mom is yeah. making a dress for a cousin. I was a similar size. She said, "Hey, try this on." Made similar it size, similar shape hips, and out. From now on, <laughs> birthing hips. I no, birthing. Dress. And it's not that yep. mom had four boys and didn't want any of them. It's <laughs> no, it's that she was making it for someone else. But there's just something about those you know, tiny pictures, or just like those fake, like you know, like the fake check, or you know, the Bumpy Cox Gang. No. I know why Matt did the Bumpy Cox Gang because it was like a parody of those. Like it's, we wanted to do one of those things. But how in the fuck did that become a popular thing? When I was a kid, yeah, Uncle Ken did that. That was one of his wedding things, and I was so fucking confused. I asked mom and dad about it. Like, Whoa, but what is it? Is he? I mean, was he an outlaw or something? And this is like, see, just remember when we were an outlaw? Yeah, see, I don't understand it. Nah. Now that it's become a norm, you just go, oh, it's one of those old-timey West yeah. things. But where in that, if you take a step back, where the hell did that come from, and why is, why is that? Someone had to be the first one to do that. Someone out there was yeah. like, I've got this idea. i got some hats, and i got this backdrop that looks like a bar. And had to convince... You got a really old camera. Yeah, and had to convince oh. someone, like, oh, here's the thing. You're going to stand in front of it. Just pretend like it's, you know, 100 years ago. And No, check it out. It's because, like, we's outlaws, right? Okay, but why not a pirate one? Okay, why isn't pirate just as popular? So here's the thing: no one has any pirate. We ones. need to come up with a list of like the worst backdrops, like so abortion clinic, abortion clinic. <laughs> <laughs> same same old west outfits though. <laughs> same old west outfits, but in in like the old timey font, it just says abortion clinic. <laughs> Yep. So it's uh, 
This is from our wedding. But it says abortion clinic, and it's in sepia tones. I've got a cowboy hat and guns, and my wife has her leg up in the garter show. It's like an old-timey abortion clinic. <laughs> Just like they used to abort out in the old west. <laughs> It's so much easier the less you're like, the less they meant to you. Um, so my wife worked for Ohio State University and would, mm-hmm. she would have to go on these like, you know, um, meet and greets. And so before a football game, like, uh, her boss wanted, bought her tickets sitting next to a guy that they needed to butter up to get some project done. And so I'm at this like, you know, meet and greet before the game. And this guy sits down next to me, and he's, you know, they've already started talking. He's just, like, quick eating a sandwich. And he and I are, we are joking, and we're just having a good old time. They're like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Griffin. And the guy stands up. I was like, oh, that was, <laughs> and then, like, after. No, here's, how, here's how little he means to you, Corey. I know. I it know. was Archie Griffin, not Eddie Griffin. Ah, it's not Eddie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, why does why did comedian? I can't yeah. believe it! I can't believe I said Eddie Griffin. <laughs> Eddie Griffin, like that made no sense. At yeah. all. Why was comedian Eddie Griffin at an Ohio State? Yeah, exactly. Two-time Heisman Trophy winner Eddie Griffin. <laughs> he played sports ball, right? Uh, um, but then oh, we were. Might have been in Pootie Tang. I'm trying to think of some. Oh, Undercover Brother. No, no. Undercover Brother. He yeah. should have got a no, Heisman for Undercover Star Brother. Of Undercover Brother, Eddie Griffin. I don't know why I want a Heisman for Undercover Brother. And also now, okay, let's just go with this one. And I'm going right to him. Hitler's in purgatory? I mean, the worst of any people that you can think of. So now everyone goes to heaven. And later, Hitler's like, hey, come on. He, he let me in here. Dude, listen, I signed in triplicate. I'm going to have to all sit in a hot tub with Hitler. God. <laughs> That's our other hot podcast. Tub with Hitler. Uh, we can start a band. <laughs> a great game show. <laughs> exactly. How long can you stand it? <laughs> <laughs> you dip your foot. Oh, God. I can't. No. Okay. This is it. Yep. No, so, real quick, this woman is going can't on and on. we just talk about the weather, Hitler? <laughs> Nope, nope, the Jews. We will talk only about the Jews. God damn it, this guy. Anything else. I'm out. I'm out of here. I cannot fucking take this one. Why don't you just sit down and relax? This is very, the bubbles are very relaxing. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, the bubbles. Hey, this hot tub's pretty cool, you guys. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, the bubbles are nice. Redwood, uh, 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 redwood frame. Is that a little lavender I smell? It's very nice. Yeah, this is pretty cool. You know, the Jews are an impurity. Ah, oh, God damn it, right to the Jews again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anyone could ruin a, ruin a soak, it's old Hitler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old Hitler. That, that was right. really his, uh, his worst crime. <laughs> old Hitler. <laughs> it was his worst crime, huh? I, Messing up yeah. hot tub parties. You do not mess with hot tub time. That is sacred. Hot, Hitler, you're looking a little stressed. Let's go for a Schmitz. I don't say that, but I say I go for a steam. Oh, Hitler, you mischievous little scamp. In our final clip for this week, we solve the tragedy of homelessness once and for all. I, I, I take notes on my phone. Like, you know, there's, there's the note app and... Um, while I think of things, whether it's a to-do yeah. list or I, I have like a list of like characters that I think would be funny in a sketch or a movie or just like 
funny ideas. And one of the notes that I... The, the problem with notes is you forget about them. Or also, if you were drinking while taking those notes, you forget about why you take, took the notes in the first place. So I, I had a note that I pulled up uh-huh. the other day. I just was like, oh, what do I have in the notes? And there's no other words other than hand jobs for the homeless. <laughs> now my, my question Dude, they've enacted my that out question to you that I lay out because I, I really think this could go two ways is this a charity where you give homeless people hand jobs or do you give them work by having homeless people give hand jobs to other people what, what is it <laughs> no, no no Matt it was probably much more innocent and you're drunk and you're going what are we? We got work to do. Let's just hand some of these jobs. Let's just hand jobs to the homeless instead of handing it to like you cronies. Instead of handing it to you cronies, we need to hand jobs to the homeless. And then you wrote down hand jobs to the homeless. And the next thing you know, you're wearing a rubber glove and jacking off people under a bridge with just like a confused look. Like this seemed like such a good idea. Ben, you know. To not to call back another episode, but you know what I call giving hand jobs, wearing a rubber glove, giving hand jobs to a guy in a bridge. Tuesday. <laughs> but no, what do you think that would be? Do you, do you think it would be a better sort of charity? Are we giving homeless people hand jobs, or are we giving them work by like they're giving people? Hand jobs, and and that's like you know they're getting paid for it. Or like, what what makes more sense here? Do we think that due to their either lack of time, or maybe their you know obviously they have some sort of you know there's usually some sort of mental component to homelessness. Do we think that they are better or worse than an average person at handing out an HJ? Better, way better. I was thinking more. That, Matt, just, Matt went right to better as soon as the delay was over. He's like, better, like he, like I was halfway. Th- Halfway through my speech on his end, and he was like, better. Oh, obviously better. Down in every subway station, they're going to put one of those little, like, 1930s, like, beach changing tents with the red and white stripes. And you just walk up to it, and there's a there's an attendant attending you, and somehow that it's helps It's job them. creation. We're creating jobs. The homeless who, who would, the guy who would normally be <laughs> sleeping next to that tent in a pile of his own urine, now at least he's employed... <laughs> to to give a public service, which which is being you know probably done in some back alley like with a with a hanger, back alley with a hanger. That's how people are, are having to get their hand jobs nowadays with a with a, with a hanger in a back alley. Now if you go, wouldn't you rather have it in a supervised exactly. safe environment? Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Does how what percentage of their profits goes to the attendant? We're going to call them attendants. Uh, and what percentage goes to the governing body that's in charge of handouts well, for the homeless? Well, they are not professionals. They are amateurs. So <laughs> all that goes to the uh, HJAA, uh, the Hand Job Association of America. They're amateur athletes. They're getting publicized. Uh, you guys know where I'm going with that. I do. Okay. I'm glad you didn't have to take it to its completion. Like, yep, got it. Take it to completion. No, so what I'm saying is... You tell me so, what is the greater social good. We we put these homeless people to work, giving people hand jobs, and they're getting you know a, a, a subsidized payment for that. Or which do the home do the homeless need that more, or do they just need? Is it a better service to give them hand jobs? 
walk, you know, like a like a clinic. They can come in and get an HJ and just kind of take their stress off for the. I don't have a job, but hey, I got a HJ's on wheels. Let's tie this back to the beginning. The you guy go getting around a B- the city. The guy right? getting a BJ in Venice seemed happy as shit. <laughs> Uh, it, it did. He did not seem to mind that he was infested with lice. All right, I know how to solve this. And ironically enough, it's that I don't know how to solve this. <laughs> this is this. I have a paradox the, here. Okay. No, no, no. Just hear me out. Hear me. I've got an answer. The, the answer is I don't have an answer. Here is my. Here is the paradox. It is that I don't know what's best for everybody. Sure. You know what I mean. I don't know what's best for Corey. He has to. He knows what's best for his own self. HJs. However, I know how this one plays out. So you ask everyone, <laughs> okay, you ask homeless man, which is better to give hand jobs or or would you get hand jobs in Matt's kit? Uh, and you ask the general public, would you rather that the homeless be given hand jobs or that the homeless give you a hand job? Undoubtedly, both parties will choose that the homeless get the hand jobs. Do you want a crazy homeless guy? Here, you know what? I entrust my good friends. In your scabrous, there'd be a glove. Hands, your unpredictable tugging. I don't know. No, listen. I, I do not want a part of that. And homeless men would go, would, so, so hey, homeless guy, I know this one would be a job in a future. Would you rather go around tugging dicks or would you rather have someone come by once a week and clean you out like a street sweep? <laughs> listen. What would you rather have? Well, the street sweeper would have to follow him. <laughs> Just think of that. Like they have street sweeping this side of the street on Tuesdays. <laughs> hand jobs this side of the street Tuesday. And they just knock on your door. Hand job. All lining up. Hand job, man. Come on. This problem. So my point is that I don't know what's best, but I can tell you exactly what's best. I know what this how this is going to play out. So you just ask both parties what they want. Ben's attempt to solve this made no. Me I, I think it. Ben has solved it. He's right. Hand jobs for the homeless means that homeless people are getting hand jobs. And the way I picture it is that, like, like it just seems so perfect that, like, the, you know, it's, it's it's got a corporate sponsor, like Ernst and Young, and these these upper middle class, you know, like middle management types have like a blue Ernst and Young T-shirt on. They're like, oh, we're volunteering now at the homeless shelter, and they like just like a soup kitchen. They're standing behind a table, and they all have like an apron and gloves on, and they're like, all right, who's next? And like jerking somebody off, and they're like feeling good about themselves, and they're like jerking off a homeless guy. When I'm down at my homeless shelter giving myself a homeless hand job, I do feel good about myself. But I don't know if that feeling would continue if I had to reach over and be like, all right, line them up. Like, uh, hopefully there's like a table so I don't have to stare directly at it. No, like, but I that's can just what I'm saying. I'm feel my way around. Maybe, but... Like, I'm not picturing reality, I guess. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. We're not talking about reality? What's <laughs> going <laughs> on here? I've already made some calls about this. <laughs> What I'm saying is that you know like you have this this like middle class white family and they they have their friends over at the church they're having coffee and they're like just this like super wholesome spin of like oh we volunteer down at the shelter oh really yeah, like that's a better uh, we're we're new in town what do what we'd do love you to come there? sometime oh we give the handless home jobs or we god damn it we give the home <laughs> 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 ham jobs. Now, him job the poor people with no ham. <laughs> they need a home. That's the real charity here is hand jobs for the hands. <laughs> home jobs for the hands. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs>